0: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Nodanshoni, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty thirteen, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaties, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands.
1: You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> en
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sex It With Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And when Hester Prynne wore the big Scarlet A, is that considered capital punishment?
1: (laughs) It took me a minute. I was a little slow on the uptake. But I finally got it.
0: We got there. Yeah. (laughs) Took the (laughs) scenic (laughs) route. But
1: you know what? I am impressed that you knew the reference. A lot of people don't know that the protagonist's name in Scarlet Letter is Hester Prynne. So they might pick up on Scarlet being a reference to Scarlet Letter, but the print part I'm impressed you knew. So whenever I was picking my podcast name, I wanted to do a play on Scarlet Letter, but then looking at the protagonist's name, like there's no fucking way that I'm going to call myself Hester. So well, I did kind a of a sexy play name, right? <laughs> Oh no, it's awful god-awful. I was like, no. So I just took the last name and part of the title, and I figured that was a great compromise. But
0: like I said, I'm impressed. You knew. knew. (laughs) Thank you. She's smart. She's a little educated and just a tiny bit uh, inebriated. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my role!
1: (laughs) What I love is what your audience doesn't know right now is that behind you are two very large penises, stuffed penises in multiple colors. So I have quite the view. It's fun. Your room looks fun.
0: This one over here, this is Richard, a.k.a. Dick. And that one over ah. there is Jackson, as in Jack's on. Oh, that face. is
1: hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love Richard it. Richard and
0: Jackson. And I might have I don't to get a couple is- of those. <laughs> Uh, It's courtesy of Etsy. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Nice. I don't know if my audience will ever see this. Uh, I normally post this on my Instagram stories, but right behind Richard and Jackson is a portrait of naked man. He's in rope bondage.
1: Very nice. (laughs) So, so are you into BDSM?
0: Uh, You know what? Hmm. I... Am not as into BDSM to the same level as most lifestyle people are. Okay. I am a very, very much a fisting top. I I am a very much a No, hold up. Fisting
1: top. you're gonna have to explain some of this to me. I don't think I am quite as progressive. So Fisting top. Explain this term to me.
0: (laughs) Wait, uh, before I explain, I actually forgot to introduce you to our audience. (laughs) So they're like, who is he talking to? (laughs) Don't catch up. (laughs) Uh, So, folks, for those of you who have made it this far into this weird ass (laughs) intro, I have an actual adulterer here on the show. Miss yeah
1: hi everyone thank you for having me on the difference though between me and Hester Prynne is I didn't need an A I'm a self-proclaimed adulterer
0: (laughs) (laughs) you just have the A pasted and tattooed right on your forehead (laughs) I didn't even need it so
1: yeah I'm in in an open
0: marriage Ooh, that's hot I want to talk all about that
1: Yeah, except my husband was not a a willing participant in this open marriage. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a little bit how it's played out. Yes, it's it's been interesting for sure. I just came to a point of realizing this is not what I want for my future. And part of that was just me, I think, finally coming into who I am and owning who I am, you know, like trying to deal with the negative self narrative that I've I didn't even realize I really had until recently and just through that, finally saying, no. you know what? I don't have to settle anymore. That's so
0: liberating for you. Like, how did you get to that stage in your discovery where you're like, hmm, monogamy is not for me. Like, what were the earlier signs that you were like, eh, I need to get fucked some more?
1: <laughs> you know, it really is a lot of my personality in many areas. I crave variety. And... My mother used to shame me about that aspect of my personality, telling me I couldn't ever finish anything or never stuck to things. When I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to embrace this part of my personality that, yeah, I do get bored of things sometimes really easily, but that's usually because I want to be challenged, you know? And what if I embraced that part of my personality instead of considering it to be a bad part of myself? That changed everything for me. And one area where that plays out is with non-monogamy. I like variety. I don't want just chocolate every day or Rocky Road every day. Those are great flavors, but I want to change it up. Again, those flavors aren't great, but not every day for the rest of my life.
0: I am coming from the same place because I, well, I'm i currently still single, and I'm probably going to die single, Uh, oh why do you say that (laughs) because i don't want to be tied down to a man oh gotcha.
1: so you're single by choice
0: (laughs) i don't know if by choice uh (laughs) i'm let's just say i'm happily looking around okay Uh, (laughs) gotcha
1: but it needs to be the right situation
0: yeah because you know what for me i i do consider myself a little bit high maintenance at times and Maybe there are just guys out there, right? There are just guys out there who, like, who can't keep up, who, who <laughs> are, <laughs> which is kind of odd because gays are very, like, fast-paced and we're, like, going after the next tale, you know, and there lately the guys that I've been seeing have been more like, I just want to settle down, and I'm like, ugh. What, you want, like, a mortgage or something? Do you want to, like, move in together? (laughs) Yuck. I just want to (laughs) fuck.
1: So maybe you need to go for younger guys. Because I feel like the younger demographic would be completely on board with what you're saying.
0: I'm 30. I have to go even younger? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Ah, uh, that's true. All right, fine. I'm gonna have to find a guy who uh, has still has acne, still wears braces, <laughs> still has algebra maybe, homework.
1: Maybe not that young.
0: Oh, well, Just... you have to be a little more specific, Scarlett. Okay,
1: maybe five <laughs> to seven years young. Is that too young?
0: For me, honestly, I think it may be a little too young because I've done some pretty wild stuff. Five, seven years ago. Okay. Uh, at 23 to like 25. Uh, that was like me coming out of my escorting days. And I was like on the wild side. So maybe I'm just projecting my own insecurities onto other guys at th- that are at that age. They could be emotionally mature at 25, 27, but... Or 23, 25, whatever. But I don't know. Uh, they just have to... Match my values of being like sexually adventurous or, um, like being n- not not needing to be tied down to one person for the rest of my life. You know, they have to be open too because non-monogamous. Like said, yeah, just be non-monogamous because I personally feel like I can't be monogamous. I feel very tied down, restricted, and I know I'm going to get bored. And also, when it comes to any sort of non-monogamy term whether you're open swinging or whatever i feel like at the heart of that is why love just one person when you can love as many people as possible right and i also that's like, true i can't depend on one person to meet every single one of my needs for the rest of my life
1: that is feels, very true
0: yeah it feels very dependent and i'm just like i don't want to depend on a man Ugh. it's just <laughs> I so, mean, you have trust issues, yeah. is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's not start there, Scarlet. Let's oh. not even start there. So but many I, trust I get issues. what you're
1: saying, though. I, I get what you're saying. And I would argue that it actually could be a higher form of love when you can be non-monogamous with someone because you're saying to your partner, I'm okay with you getting pleasure in other places and it doesn't have to come from me.
0: Right. Uh, And, and like, it's very, I'd say like, you know, generous. Okay. Maybe not generous. (laughs) Uh, Well, it is
1: though. I I agree. I think that is a generous viewpoint to say it's okay for you to go get pleasure elsewhere. At the end of the day, your happiness is more valuable to me than my ego basically is what it comes down to right that i have to mm-hmm. be the one to give it to you
0: okay yeah no that's very true and it's it's like you're freeing them from some sort of like restriction and right the last thing we need after all these lockdowns is more restrictions right exactly so, exactly um, yeah so when you started with this whole open relationship thing how did you uh start that conversation because i can't imagine that ever being easy
1: no it certainly wasn't um Mm. and honestly what it came down to was there was a guy i wanted to fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) of course it's always like
1: yeah so well and what it came down to for me interestingly enough is i was able to cross the moral barrier of sleeping with someone outside my marriage but the the barrier i couldn't cross was lying about it cheating so, interestingly enough, I could get there on having sex with this other guy. I knew I was going to have sex with him. We were already talking about when and where it was going to happen. But <laughs> I could not lie about it. I couldn't hide it. It was the deception, that barrier I couldn't cross morally, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. So, that's whenever I had the conversation. So,
0: yeah.
1: you know, go figure. It's it's Good very interesting you. to me.
0: Truly like, kudos to you. I am a little more sinful. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, let it be known though that I've never actually cheated. I've never cheated. Okay. Okay. I have been cheated on. Okay. And I have been an instrument in cheating. So, okay. uh, I so, have uh, to. I've been the other woman. Right? <laughs> we're both the Scarlet, the
1: Scarlet yeah. here, oh, I, you know? I, I am a self-professed adulterer I own that Yeah.
0: But. like even as we speak there's this guy that's been texting me he just got engaged to his fiance uh, who's a woman and he's like I'm about to get married we should probably like fuck as much as we can before I get married I'm like you know what <laughs> I uh, sure let's fine let's, <laughs> i'm not the one ruining a home here he's doing it on himself he's doing it on his own so i'm clear but, i'm in the clear
1: so now is he honest with her that he's bi or is he completely putting up the front that he is straight
0: uh that i don't know nor i feel like should i care because i gotcha. To okay me, he's just a piece of meat like that's
1: gotcha that's
0: it. gotcha <laughs> The only You're time I ever text him is, is to fuck, it. that's it, yeah, yeah.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Very distinctly, fuck, buddy. I see. Yeah,
0: and, like, I feel like I made that very clear that, you know, in any sort of, like, male-to-male interaction, I'm just here to fuck. Unless I say, like, do you want to have kids one day, or ugh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I, I can't do emotions, I, I just can't. I can't <sighs> do feelings and and i mean one day (laughs) i hope so but right now i'm getting hives just thinking about oh how funny well
1: i would think that there would be a lot of guys in that same place though because i can tell you a lot most of the guys i run into probably close to 90 percent of them want to do just that just fuck they don't want anything serious they don't want anything emotional so do you really seriously have a hard time finding that
0: I have a hard time finding hot guys who want the same thing as me. I so think. Many. I'm also, um, okay, after having had like, I don't know, f- up to four digits in my kill list, which is, I, I really should stop calling it my kill list. It's ah. <laughs> <I'm> so mean. <laughs> uh, my, my tastes have gone a little more, I I was about to say refined, but really I'm the least refined person you'll ever run into. Uh, <laughs> but, you, you know, like, I, I'm starting to be a little more discerning with who I want to fuck and who Ooh. wants to fuck me. Like, I, I'm not just going to open my legs up anymore to the first Tom, Dick, or Harry that comes into my bedroom. I, I kind of want a little more Idris Elba. You know, Ooh. I kind of want a little more uh, Chris Evans. You know, something like gotcha. that.
1: Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so your standards have gone up, and therefore it makes it a little bit harder to find someone to meet those standards.
0: Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. because a lot of the guys here, especially in Toronto, they're very like um, wishy washy, and they're they're here for a good time, not a long time. And I feel like I I, I could be one of those, but. Uh, it Toronto sounds is a like a city it. of tourists yeah <laughs> drag me uh right. uh <laughs> own that shit but, but but this city is like just full of guys who are just coming in and out because it's like a very touristy location so that makes it a, li- a little more difficult to find guys who just want to stay here for the long term who just want to fuck
1: so you like, do want a long term situation then
0: but of casual casual for now but if i'm gonna think long term like maybe 10 years down the road open relationship gotta be gotcha i don't mind getting gotcha. married i mean i'm a fucking pastor <laughs> are you really like i can conduct marriages
1: <laughs> how funny do yeah. you actually do sermons
0: i mean cater to like whatever people want me to say in their shit uh, like I will just make it funny and be like, do you? Do you? Alright, done. That's it. <laughs> like we don't have to do any more dearly beloved nonsense. <laughs> we are gathered here today. Like <laughs> Put me to sleep. God.
1: Yes. Some of those those wedding ceremonies can get way long winded.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I just Like wanna... this marriage
1: is not even gonna last till the end of this ceremony. <laughs>
0: Just let's fast forward straight to the divorce hearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm in it for the money. And I'm, I'm only a pastor for the money.
1: God, gotcha. so is especially the gays.
0: Yeah, the gays, they're willing to pay money for a non-denominational wedding. Or like, since I was raised Catholic, I can remember some Catholic stuff. There are gay Catholics out there, so I'll just like milk every last bit of Catholic trauma from memory oh how funny put that into the sermon <laughs>
1: that is hilarious who knew yeah. maybe i'm in the wrong business
0: <laughs> you know what i agree you save with me <laughs> i really should just do a, be a pastor for weddings only full-time hey it sounds like it might be a lucrative is. career <laughs> it could be uh but i want to ask you more about like I mean, obviously, you're here because we're here to talk about sex. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, can you recall your earlier memories of sex education? Like, what was it like? Was it like... Oh, liberal, gosh, I didn't have sex education. None! So okay. I
1: No, no. I grew up in a very Christian conservative home, and my parents did not talk to us about sex. I think my mom attempted one time, and it was very surface level. And it was, like, well after I already knew what it was, right? It was like, do you really think I don't know this already? So how I found out about sex was from other girls in my ballet class when I was about 10 years old. That's how I found out what sex was.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. What did they say? Oh, no.
1: Well, at that (laughs) point in time, about all that that she knew was you put – the penis inside your vagina and of course all of us 10 to 12 year old girls are going
0: what? that sounds (laughs) awful that sounds like an act of violence that is yeah terrible so
1: that is how i first learned what sex was was from a Ballet class.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. So when, when it came to actually having sex for the first time, how did that go down?
1: Again, coming from a Christian home, I was I was supposed to be a virgin, right? Until I was married. And I, I carried that forward, right? And I really didn't want to disappoint my parents. So my boyfriend and I, we got together when I was about 19. Um, we would do everything except... The actual vagina penetration, right? It was like, well, so long as we don't do that, we're good, right? Which is so ridiculous. We weren't even doing anal sex. Like, tell me how that's okay. But it was like, well, I'm still a virgin, right? It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous.
0: Loophole. Have yeah. you heard this trend on the internet, mostly by Mormons, called soaking?
1: Is that where you insert, but you just sit there, you don't thrust?
0: And then you get a friend, yep, you get a friend to jump up and down on the bed so that the motion (laughs) allows you to do the thrusting (laughs) without actually ever having to do the thrusting.
1: (laughs) That is hilarious. (sighs) So that then qualifies as still being a virgin if you only soak? That is hilarious
0: yeah so sex. anal sex or soaking mouth there stuff you go. as long as it's not penis and vagina you're good that is hilarious oh, god <laughs> you know I as much as we laugh at conservative Christian views of sex I kind of want to credit them for coming up with new positions that I don't think I could ever come up with on my there own there you go say. <laughs> Like using, I don't know, um, chopsticks or something, or that, that <laughs> thing they use to to reach really long, far stuff and use that as a sex toy. And they're like, we're still good, we're still getting into yeah, heaven, I good. never touched it. Yep,
1: yep, right? yep, exactly. Is... <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous the things we do to still feel like we're, we're in the good graces.
0: Oh my god, I mean, you know what, if god really was out there i think he would just want us to fuck and just get over it like just just do it he'd be like y'all just just need to get over yourselves just fucking go i invented an orgasm for a reason like he really actually, put his whole yep. pussy into the orgasm when he made so uh, we human
1: just beings. recorded an episode where we talk about um a podcast episode where we talk about um paranormal experiences and we we bring a lot of religion talk into it but i talk about the way that i talk with god and what what i interpret as being god right and i'll say fuck i'll talk about all the shit that i do now right and and i talk about how i feel like it's our own framework our own shame we carry that pulls us away from that it's not God pulling away from us; it's us deciding that we are a disappointment and pulling away from Him. So mm.
0: that's my theory, mm. anyway. I mean, hey, I have—I'm a recovering Catholic, so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I've basically gone over that hump and just gotten over any sort of sexual more, uh any obstacle. I mean, I'm going to hell; I'll see you all there. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly think that it's an interesting was, discussion, right? It, like, if he really was up there, he'd be like, Why aren't you guys having more orgasms like I designed you to have? You know,
1: that's that <laughs> he, he
0: created it so much work into making an orgasm and was like, Have more. And we're like, No, I want <laughs> <him> to get it. heaven. <laughs> uh. Get over it. I'm so tired. I just want to lie down in bed all day and ejaculate until my balls run dry.
1: What is the most <laughs> you have come in one single day, 24-hour Fact. period?
0: Guesstimate mm, um, okay, so if you have to. At least over a dozen.
1: Okay, a so dozen over a dozen. How? What's the quickest in between the two ejaculations you've been able to do
0: five minutes definitely five minutes okay
1: five minutes so you recover pretty quickly
0: i do i have a very high sex drive which is what made me such a successful escort (laughs) i bet (laughs) and also it doesn't hurt that i got a nice dick uh
1: (laughs) hell yeah okay now are you willing to give your dimensions girth and length
0: uh, people are going to have to pay for that, actually. Oh, I'm going to leave that to their okay. imagination. Okay, Let's just say okay. Richard and Jackson can testify. They are modeled after me.
1: <laughs> okay, and they're pretty big. I mean, that's like no, your okay. wall right there. <laughs> I, you, you hide it well. I don't even know where you put it. <laughs> it's
0: like an elephant trunk that I have to sling over my shoulder every single time. <laughs> None the wiser. So, <laughs> My uh, college name was Timmy Two Beers because my thing looked like two beer cans.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. It it certainly does help when you have a nice cock. Now, do you prefer the word cock or dick?
0: Here's the thing: I I have always thought that it's contextual because dick sounds like it, it sounds like an insult, like suck my dick. I heard like, that. If you say cock, it's like, suck my cock. Like Okay,
1: so you. you know, it seems like you prefer cock if it's sexual.
0: Yeah, and dick if I'm insulting you. Like, you're such gotcha. a dickwad. Like, I can't just call you, you're a fucking cock. Like, it, it yeah. doesn't have the same bite no. that dick You're has. right, you're right. But, like, if I, if I tell a guy to go down on my dick, it's like, I promise I'm not insulting you, I'm just telling you how I want to be pleasured right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah okay that makes Eat sense i've dick. had a couple of guys recently tell me that that they prefer the word cock because the word dick is associated with it has that negative uh con- connotation or that negative um stigma to it
0: right like what so about i was you? like hmm, uh, interesting how, how do you like prefer your parts to be called like uh, and what are some i of say the things pussy that are interesting. pussy's fine right but what if someone called it a cunt
1: I mean, it's a little more brash, I guess. It kind of... Because I guess I can see now what you guys are talking about because cunt is usually an insult, right? If you call someone a cunt, yeah, okay, I can see what you mean now with the dick. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Which is why I always make it a point to ask whoever I'm fucking or whoever's fucking me, like, what do you want me to call your parts? Right, I was sleeping with this trans guy one time and he didn't want me to call him... Or to call his parts his pussy, even though like it is still very much a vulva, uh, he wanted me to call it his uh, mangina.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: <laughs> I don't want to laugh. All right. but, like <laughs> <laughs> Mangina. I don't, I don't know if I could ever call it that. But he's like, yeah, or just like just cock was fine. I'm like, oh, mangina. I. Mm- God bless us. So what soul. do you consider...
1: That is funny. What mm. do you consider to be your uh, sexual orientation? Are you pansexual?
0: I'm very much on the 5.9 out of 6 on the Kinsey scale. So if 6 was, like, super totally homo and 1 was, like, super totally hetero, I'm, like, 5.9. Because I have been with women in the past. Uh, I actually almost became a father at one point. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, thank God she didn't want to keep it. She's like, neither do I, and bye. And then recently, I think, like, maybe pre-pandemic, I was having drinks with this one lady who was giving me, or just covering my tab, really, and uh, went to her you home. You had a sugar mama? She was a sugar mama. Uh, um, and then Hell yeah. Black- we got naked and everything and then she told me to go down on her dick uh and like it, it was super hot and i was like doing her from the back but what was really funny is that she was like ah, ah. oh i'm like holy shit your voice just dropped mid fuck and i kid you not i went really i was just interesting. like interesting why did that well, turn me what was it off? about that I don't know. I have no idea. Like, why? Why is it like she's like fuck me, fuck me, fuck me? Like, <laughs> her, She's she switched back to her guy voice. I was like, why am I? Hmm. That's
1: very interesting because normally you're yeah. into men, right?
0: Yeah, uh, but I guess I mean I was also extremely like drunk, uh, but like that's not to invalidate our experience. It was fun, but it's just like I think. I was attracted to a very specific aspect of her at that time that when it came to that sort of vocal switch, it Hmm. made me like, hmm, that that, that doesn't match with my fantasy.
1: Interesting.
0: (laughs) Right? So uh, I ended up faking an orgasm, and then I was like, this was fun.
1: (laughs) That's so interesting. You faked an orgasm. So was that just to like, end the rendezvous amicably?
0: Yes, because she came, and she wanted me to keep fucking, so I was like, uh, how, how long? How much longer do I keep going? She's like, fuck me until you come! I'm like, alright. Fake, uh! Oh, oh, and then, <laughs> alright, this was fun. See you yeah. whenever.
1: <laughs> you know, I only recently found out that guys fake orgasms. I thought that was... Just a woman thing.
0: No, um, faking orgasms is definitely an anybody thing. <laughs> Apparently. I...
1: I was shocked to find this out. I was like, wow, I had no idea.
0: <laughs> have you ever faked one before?
1: I have not. No, you have and this not? probably goes okay. back to that dishonesty, like deception thing. Like, I, for whatever reason, it's like a core value I don't cross.
0: You are. Truly way more wholesome than I could ever aspire to be because <laughs> I am a homewrecker. I am just a <laughs> Well, I'm not saying I'm not a home wrecker, I'm just I just say don't oh. lie about it. <laughs> Listen, I have ruined families, I have uh been like the cause of a divorce. I ooh you know, you know what I mean. I, I'm just like, I, hmm. Absolute dumpster fire.
1: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, arguably, (laughs) it wasn't you that was the cause. It takes two to tango.
0: That's true. Uh, You know what? I'm just the victim here, really. Why do I have to be so hot? Why do I have to be so desirable? (laughs) Why do people want me so much? It's not fair. Beautiful, sexy people need more representation. Really, like... (laughs)
1: so where do my you struggles. find your willing victims are you an online dater
0: <laughs> my willing victims you make me sound like a predator which i am but like <laughs> 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 so uh back in the day um my quote-unquote willing victims were done through my pimp um oh interesting and then, yeah the plot uh, thickens <laughs> back then they were done through my pimp and she already had like a network of clients ready to go and then when I slowly phased out of escorting I would go to the clubs in the village uh, the gay bars uh, and then when the pandemic hit I was like alright I guess everything's shut down let's just go online Grinder, Tinder Bumble you name it I've been on it at least once so uh yeah, it wasn't really that hard because guys, especially gay guys, are horny and will cross boundaries, violate restrictions just to get some dick.
1: <laughs> so what's your favorite platform right now?
0: Uh Scruff. Uh it's where oh. all the daddies are because I like Oh, older.
1: interesting. Oh, I interesting. Love older Scruff. men. Scruff. Now, I haven't yes. heard of this one. Is it specific to gays or is it for anyone? Yes.
0: It's specific to gay men. Uh, and you'll see that the user base is mostly, like, older men. So, like, you got the gray hair. You got a little bit of a beer belly, which I love. Give me a, a gut over a rock-hard set of abs. Really? Any Interesting. It's so much more comfortable and just, like, nice to hold. And nice. Rock-hard abs, it's like... Uh, like, having... Abs with a nice dick and not knowing how to use your dick is like having a Lamborghini and not knowing how to drive it. Yep. Like, there's this whole thing of like, if you're hot, you probably know how to fuck. And it's like, absolutely false. As someone that's been with over thousands of guys, I can tell you right now, some of the best sex I've ever had were with guys who don't look like your typical models yeah. that are not from an Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. Right. Like, I had this one guy who kept fucking, like, like, there was some sort of camera. Like, he would always angle himself towards a specific thing. It wasn't until I found out he actually had a camera. Like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> You're recording
0: without my consent? This wow. is insane! Yeah. Uh, and wow. the sex was so bad anyway. Like, ugh, God. Uh, Not yeah. worth recording. No, no. I smashed this camera on the way out. I got so pissed.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> it was one of those, like, nanny so, or nest cams or something.
1: Yeah, that's messed yeah. up.
0: Pissed me off. So yeah.
1: how much older do you go? Are we talking 60s? Uh,
0: So when I started escorting at 19, the oldest client I have ever been with was in his 70s. Okay. Uh, and how was it? But I mean there was like no like sex sex in the in the sense that like I I am like fucking him. Uh like, you know, hand stuff, some mouth stuff, but I, it's still technically sex. Uh and it was just like it was nice that I I was able to give him like something that he was never able to have in his lifetime. So, you know, hmm. It, it was it, it was wholesome, actually. If I'm going to be honest, it was interesting, uh, nice and gentle. He was one of my favorite regulars until, you know, time came. He passed away. Uh, may he Aww. rest in peace. Hope he's thinking of me wherever he is. Uh, but yeah, it was just nice. I liked it. Uh, but lately, now, like, I think the oldest guy I've been with was like he just turned eighty. Um, oh he, he doesn't look it so it was hot like, hey he good for looked... him
1: he's still getting it on at 80 i hope i'm still yeah. getting it on at
0: eighty. the guy like lifts like he does a whole bunch of weightlifting. Wow. so he he looks like he's 20 years younger than he actually is and wow that's great he fucks so good like
1: interesting
0: i swear like he can lift me he'll bend me like wow. a wow I do not care. Like, wow!
1: Uh, yeah. Nice. The older the better.
0: The older the better.
1: <laughs> That's actually really hot.
0: It's it. I recommend everybody listening to this to find yourself someone older because they just know how things work. They know they've I been like around, right? They yeah. they've just been around and they they mm-hmm. know how to use their 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 shit more than. Like your college twink or whatever. And it's Yeah, yeah. So much more fulfilling. So much more fulfilling.
1: I agree with that. It may have something to do with my daddy issues too, but I like (laughs) the other
0: guys. (laughs) Oh, no! Let's not go in there! (laughs) I'm looking for my father, but I'm also looking for a partner. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, kind of... (laughs) You know, I, I actually think it's hot when guys like to be called daddy.
0: Uh, you know what? I, I I agree. I don't like being called daddy ever. Well, maybe not ever. Uh, just not until I'm actually showing signs of daddiness. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I was 26 and the guy was 23 and he called me daddy. Then I was like, "What? Ah. Huh? This is a three year difference. I could at least be your brother, but." Not a daddy. Just, <laughs> what? Mm. 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 But
1: you like mm-hmm. the daddy, so you would be the one calling someone else daddy.
0: Yeah, I, like I am, like very much more into calling someone else daddy rather than someone calling me daddy. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, me too. It's just it's just hotter that way, and I understand the the whole dynamic of like father son role play. It's hot um, because like. Uh, when I was uh, like nineteen or twenty, I still fit into my high school uniform. So guys ate that shit up. They're like, wow, oh, "You're so nice. young. Did you just come out of high school?" <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> ate that shit up with a fucking shovel. Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh my god. Oh yeah. Uh, the barely eighteen not... fantasies. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did play into that whole like, um, because uh, I, like I'm Asian, so I and I look young, so it kind of catered to this whole fantasy of being like a new immigrant who's just like landed in North America, looking for a dream, looking for some guidance, and just like is willing to do anything uh, to make it to the top. <laughs> nice. I was written out of a porno, like, that's really That is hilarious. That's really the whole thing I was going for, but definitely not the weirdest thing I've ever done.
1: We'll be right back after this commercial break.
0: Yes! What's up, all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The Love Shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air or in between your legs, wherever you want, really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, laundry, and even... FULL-SIZED SEX DOLLS? (laughs) Wow, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and... What? Ireland? all my horse in Dublin, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's loveshop.ca slash sexed with Tim and check out code sexed with TIM for 15% off the entire store. Now get to fucking. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to DaleKuda.com. That's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SexedWithTim at checkout for twenty-five percent off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off, and cherry on top, free shipping, oh my god, I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and girl, I'm wearing it right now, I'm wearing like a little jockstrap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there, and I'm on the train, I'm just like, thank you, Dale, <laughs> that's dalecuda.com with the code with Tim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping with a deal like that I swear I could come bucket zini mm-hmm. the show is about to begin yes speaking of weird what's the weirdest thing you've done Scarlett
1: or at least um, you, you know? personally find hmm I don't know that I've done anything too terribly weird. Um, In fact, I only recently was tied up for the first time.
0: That was new for me. How did that go? And I'm
1: 40, so it took 40 years. But I liked it. I want to explore that more because I really actually enjoyed it. And the guy that did it to me, he's into the BDSM scene, so he had a bag of tricks. And so he was trying some stuff on me to see... If I would like it, like the the various whips and floggers and stuff that he had, so I'm like, I would like to explore this a little bit more. I think this would be fun. But mm. up to this point, I've been pretty vanilla. Actually, I'm just starting to now spread my wings. Now that I've opened my marriage the last couple of years, and your legs, and your and legs. my legs, absolutely, <laughs> I'm spreading my wings now. Try, trying about, some new things.
0: What about getting tied up? Turned you on so much.
1: I think there's something about the fact that you have to be with someone, first of all, that you trust, obviously. And there's mm-hmm. something a little bit hot about that. And then um, just giving up control. Like normally in my life, I, I'm a business owner. I'm a mom. I'm very confident and self-assured in everything that I do. So in that one aspect, just giving up complete control to someone else and just... Be you know, being in their hands, there's something hot about that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's this kind of like complete release of control. Yeah, and you're just like I, I I'm trusting someone enough that my life is in their hands and my safety is in their hands. Yeah, and like this is safe enough for me to do to take risks, and right. that's so sexy. That's, it is. It is. Uh, I just want to feel safe enough that someone can stab me, you know? (laughs) Or...
1: Yeah, no, I get it. That you would put yourself in that position, yeah.
0: You know, (laughs) put me through meat hooks or something. Uh, Okay, maybe not, but...
1: (laughs) People know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Put yourself in dangerous situations, but have that kind of trust with someone that they obviously wouldn't take advantage of you, yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like, it Mm -hmm. even took me... uh, lot of trust when i was with my first partner to ha- even have a threesome like like this was my very very first relationship i was like i don't know what uh, he's like uh nothing's gonna change between us uh if we invite a third party over but i was like oh, okay that's a big step yeah, but then jump forward 10 years later, I'm literally at a sex party with like 200 guys. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. I have something on the books for this weekend that's going to stretch me a little bit. Because I haven't done a threesome up to this point. What? And I've, I've never done a threesome before. I also what? have never watched someone have sex or had someone watching me have sex. So this weekend, though, I have something on the books that my friend has talked me into. It's actually Hazel from our podcast. She's a recurring guest that comes on. She has talked me into getting together with her and two other guys that are in the lifestyle. And basically the four of us together, you know, maybe coupling up. But there's a guy there that is supposed to be really good at getting girls to squirt. So
0: this is going to be...
1: A new, very big step for me, because I've never done anything like that before.
0: Group sex or squirting?
1: I've done squirting before, but it's been a very long time. Mm -hmm. So, and only with one guy that my first husband who passed away 10 years ago. I have never Uh squirted since.
0: Since then? Okay. Hmm. So it kind
1: of feels like the first time, because it's been so long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like you're a virgin again mm-hmm. like like madonna said like a virgin um yep. i i don't know okay maybe this is just me like and my hesitation towards straight men but like i don't really trust guys especially straight guys who brag about something like that hmm. so we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see i will report like...
1: back Like, I'm creating content this weekend, so I will be reporting back on the podcast about how well his skills actually work. Because he came on the podcast and bragged that his method worked 98% of the time. His technique is to do the come here motion with his fingers. Actually, he he uses his ring finger and his middle finger. And the come here motion on the G spot. But he's not just going... Towards himself, he's also going up and down, kind of in a diagonal. And he says, You gotta get a really good rhythm, right? You've really gotta pound it like fast. Also, with with the other hand, putting the other hand on top of the pelvis, which does a couple of things. One, it creates warmth and blood flow to that area, but also he says pressing it down to where the G spot comes closer to where he's hitting it with his fingers. Okay. So this is his method that he says works 98% of the time.
0: And he's only been with, what, five women? <laughs> no kidding, I don't know. Well, he's,
1: he's in a lifestyle, and he's been in the lifestyle for 10 years. It sounds like okay. he's gotten around.
0: <laughs> good? Well, good for him. Sorry, I just, like, when it comes to straight men, I'm just like, uh whatever. All right, well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, I hope I hope you get squirt some squirting we'll done see. this weekend. We will we'll see. see. Uh, report back. Uh, I've done the same yes. thing actually, where I literally hit record on my phone, and then right like the moment we finished fucking, just hit record and just report. Talk about it. So yeah, like I, I literally brought my phone out, and I was like, "All right, welcome to another episode of Sex of Tim," ah! <sighs> and then just like we were covered in cum and sweat and spit and we just talked about it so that
1: is greatness
0: makes for a great episode and not even sure does <laughs> yeah sure it, it does oh, i love my it God. yeah because i want to hear all about squirting i don't think i've ever made anyone squirt before i mean you know guys are always quote unquote squirting but hmm, I, I'm, I'm curious to know what what this is going to be like so
1: i am too we'll, about it. well we'll see if i can actually make this <laughs> yeah. happen
0: it's actually quite interesting that you say that you've never had group sex before. Because the vibe I'm nope. getting from you is that you've probably been in so many group sex situations. Nope. Before. Nope. Wow. Nope.
1: I've been actually pretty vanilla up to this point. Now, like I said, I'm spreading my wings now. I'm trying new things. I'm exploring more. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. A year from now, it may be completely different. <laughs>
0: Would your husband ever engage in the lifestyle like be I'm assuming you have a husband. I assume everyone's gay until yeah. they tell me. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. have a husband, yeah, and he is as vanilla as they come. If if there's anything more bland than vanilla, that's him.
0: <laughs> Water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So no, so, I don't think I could ever get him to do any of this this stuff that we've been talking about
0: he's not gonna go out and find other sexual partners beyond you
1: um Aww. like n- no he says he is monogamous he's always going to be monogamous and um we do have plans to divorce there is a runway to this so
0: oh cool uh, yeah
1: yeah
0: that's so, cool
1: yeah so oh, hey
0: you, you got everything planned out that's amazing yep.
1: <laughs> yep. So I normally, I don't we'll, know if he will wait till the ink dries on that, or if he might find someone <laughs> before that. But he claims yeah. he is not gonna fuck me anymore if he finds someone else. We'll see.
0: Ah, uh, well, no that that's really that's really cool how you have everything planned out. And normally when people hear the word divorce, they're like, "Aw," but I'm more of like, "Congrats!" I think divorce <laughs> is one of the best things to happen since sliced bread. That's so fucking touche. Cool. so (laughs) fucking good for you that's so amazing how like you're you're just living your best sexual life and like there's there's just something so heartwarming about hearing people especially that come from like conservative backgrounds to just like realize the power that can be harnessed from sexual liberation
1: absolutely Uh,
0: Yeah, right? Do you feel that your life has changed for the better now that you're allowing yourself all of this pleasure?
1: Absolutely. And in more ways than one. I think just me shedding that negative self-narrative has opened up so many things to me. Just helping me feel better about who I am and loving who I am has created this freedom in my life that, that you know, yes, obviously that expands to the non-monogamy and the sexual part of my nature. Absolutely. But really it expands to all areas of my life. And I, I definitely wish that I had realized much sooner that I didn't need to, to wear that, that shame all the time. I wasted so many years because of it.
0: Yeah. Right. How do you find that? your sexual liberation has affected your life in non-sexual ways. Like, do you find more fulfillment at work and family and friends because you're getting fucked all the time now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that having this non monogamy now, um, and having that variety in my life, which I shared earlier, I crave that. Right. So when when relationships are new, those are so much fun, right? When you're first learning about each other, everything is new and exciting and you can't stop thinking about that person. I love that feeling. And so I think that just carries over into everything else in my life, like that elation and excitement and feeling better about myself. All of that carries over into everything I'm doing, whether it be career, mom, whatever.
0: I love it. Mm. And there's also, like, this fearlessness that comes with it, like, because I'm not scared anymore to ask for what I want in bed, I'm not going to be scared to ask for what I want at, I don't know, fucking Olive Garden or something. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Or at work, like, uh, I actually asked for this five business days ago, where is it? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Scarlett, you're such an amazing and fun guest, and I don't want this to end, so... Are you okay to play a little game with me?
1: Sure, I'll play a game with you.
0: Yeah, all right, perfect. So, this segment of the show is called Naughty or Nice. And what I would like for you to do without context is choose Naughty or Nice.
1: Ooh. Okay, let's start with Nice. We'll ease into this.
0: (laughs) Ease into it, just like Abel.
1: We let the cock insert slowly, get used to it, and then you can fuck the Mm -hmm. shit out of it.
0: There you go. (laughs) Or get yourself an anal dilator and just work your way towards a girthier dick. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, the nice portion of this game, uh, they're actually quite wholesome questions. Uh, And the first question I have here is... What emotions do you feel when performing oral sex?
1: I I enjoy performing oral, but there are times when I can get into my head and I'm working on that. Right. Because, And I think this is, maybe this is a human phenomenon, but for sure for us women, we can get into our heads and feel self-conscious about it. Like, is he enjoying it? How does my hair look? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we have all these pop-up windows like oh is my cellulite showing you know what i'm saying like it really gets in the way of things
0: i get it i get it like for me when i'm like having sex there are times when i get into my head and just think oh my god he's probably looking at my stretch marks right now yeah yeah exactly yeah, like so you scabs get it or something yeah, yeah it's but you know when i'm going down on a guy mostly i feel I mean, one, horny, two, happy, and three, hungry.
1: <laughs> ah.
0: So, because I didn't eat 24 hours prior to sex, so I'm just probably going to swallow. The three H's. <laughs> Hung- what did I say? Happy, horny, and hungry, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So I'm willing to swallow because I am starving me too me too (laughs) yep so it's actually uh, our first
1: episode of my podcast
0: was swallowing Ooh! uh how do you feel about swallowing
1: i'm i'm game for it now if your cum tastes nasty we might have a problem i'm probably not gonna Mm. sign up to do it again Mm -mm. but if it tastes good then sure why not
0: yeah uh guys stay away from cigarettes stay away from too much red meat uh, yes loads of alcohol Ugh. stick to your yeah. your greens and your fruits yep. and yep. we promise we will go down on you more if it tasted like candy
1: <laughs> there you go
0: there you go uh all right so the second question i have here is how does your body know when it's ready for sex
1: in my case there's physical evidence you know down there in terms of a white you get substance wet? oh wa- wha- yes i get wet exactly like a yes. water slide yes yes just exactly. slip right
0: out of your seat <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so so definitely that's a sure sign
0: not a dry pussy in the house
1: <laughs> there you go exactly
0: uh, anything in your body that's non-genital related that is saying you're ready for hmm. sex
1: it's really for me especially it's a mental thing you know, if you can, if you can mentally stimulate me, that it has a direct connection mm. to the genitals, mm. and I'm a sapiosexual, so that's very much intertwined for me.
0: <laughs> I love that because for mm. me, I know my body's ready for sex when um, I start to get a little like heated, like my my body mm. does like actually feel a lot hotter, and also like my I'm already like really warm anyway. So I'm like a portable heater during the winter. And then nice. imagine that getting horny. I'm basically like sweating I'm like a whore in church. Wow. Just and like my, my fingertips get a little cold and there's like goosebumps running.
1: It's interesting. My arm. You have yeah. a lot and of like, things going on.
0: I've just noticed when I'm horny without the need for an, the validation of an erection. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, you don't need to be hard to be turned on. The same way you don't need to be wet to be turned on. Yeah. And also, I'm just easily turned on. I, also, I'm easy.
1: Uh, me too. I <laughs> but I'm not ex
0: But I'm not inexpensive, so y'all are going to have to save up for a session with me.
1: <laughs> cheap but not expensive.
0: <laughs> uh, it, what did Dolly Parton say? It takes a lot of money to look this cheap. <laughs>
1: That's funny.
0: She is hilarious. Oh my god! I one day want to have the charisma of Dolly Parton and the tits of Dolly Parton.
1: Yes, like, I know she's beautiful. She's absolutely she's, beautiful.
0: Yeah, Jolene, give me your secrets, Jolene. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So the second portion of this game is the naughty portion.
1: Okay. And I'm ready
0: is is called red flags it's a fun party game where we're gonna go on a date but it's your job scarlet to defend this date why is this date worth going on okay so let's start with date number one uh he is in touch with his feelings
1: well that's a good thing
0: right he's trusting okay right but He thinks you're
1: ugly. He thinks I'm ugly. Well, maybe he's into ugly. (laughs) Right? Maybe that's his thing is ugly.
0: (laughs) I mean, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder.
1: Absolutely. And maybe that's a fetish, isn't it? Isn't ugly a fetish? (laughs)
0: I, you know what good question like would i be willing to go out with an absolute bridge troll
1: yeah <laughs> like, i mean there's, there's there's probably entire websites dedicated to
0: ugly that that like sexualize ugly yeah but then would that make them beautiful because they think that ugly or society's version of ugly is sexy like
1: well maybe he's hmm. like you're ugly and i'm into that
0: okay fair because the first card did say he's in touch with his feelings so he's gonna be yeah. vocal about it and be like you're fucking hideous but i'm gonna fuck you anyway
1: yeah there you go <laughs> so that's what i'm going with he's into
0: ugly <laughs> i'll give you that i'll give you that. <laughs> that's funny um okay so the the next date i have here is uh he has front row tickets to every concert that's cool okay. all right um, cool he's, he's got the same favorite movies as you perfect right but oh oh boy this one's a little rough i don't know how you're going to defend this but he tells you to calm down after everything you say
1: that's not going to end well for him it's not going to end well for him.
0: But you have to defend oh. this. You have to make it, like, why is oh, this date gosh. worth going on? So, like, um, if you order something... Because you can he's
1: into pain, too. Not only is he into <laughs> ugly, but he's into pain.
0: No, no, no. So this is a different it, date it altogether. This is a different date. This is a different date. Oh, okay, so this fine. Guy, then,
1: it, then it's a yeah. new guy that's into pain. And this is this is how... This is his word that tells me, oh, you're ready for pain now. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
0: That's his, like, uh, that's green his cue. This is cute. Yeah, like, yeah, that's his cue that
1: it's, it, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Can you imagine just like, uh, hey, can I get some breadsticks? And he's like, calm down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so and I rude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if I could ever go on this date, to be quite honest. I don't. Uh. Mm, how do you defend this? Like, tells you to calm down after everything you say.
1: I, I'm telling you, it's just the cue. It's the signal. Like, okay, I'm ready for the pain now.
0: So, does that mean he's gonna, he's like in the mood after everything you say?
1: Well, when he says <laughs> calm down, then I That's know it's you're ready to get hit.
0: <laughs> Are you a top, Scarlet? Are you well very I much... am in,
1: in life, yes. In bed, no.
0: Okay. Uh I mean, no, that's common, but like it's very much giving me top energy if you want to slap him <laughs> after everything you
1: say. Not everything that I say. <laughs> just when he says calm down. Calm down. Don't say which that is, shit to a woman.
0: Which is literally what the card says tells you to calm down after everything you say oh
1: i didn't i didn't get that part yeah everything you say well i guess he really likes pain like a lot
0: (laughs) hey babe did you do the dishes calm down
1: (laughs) yeah yeah again this is not gonna end well for him but he likes that
0: (laughs) can you go pick up our child from daycare calm down (laughs) Uh, yeah that's awful then like hey babe i want a divorce hey, calm you. down
1: yeah <laughs> well in that case it might actually be fitting
0: <laughs> right oh my god that is hmm it just goes to show that men no matter how many green flags you find there's always one thing that we're gonna pick on and fixate yep. on that the entire relationship
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: don't get me wrong i don't hate men some of my closest friends are men but let's be real, y'all make it really difficult to find love out here. Jesus.
1: Uh, oh, my God.
0: I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Scarlett, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've of been course. such a blast. You are truly one of the most joyful people I've ever run Aww, into. And thank way you. more way more wholesome than I could ever be. so
1: i've got my wild streak a little bit i'm getting there
0: (laughs) and uh can you please make like a butt and plug away anything you want the audience to find oh yes i
1: can hear more about
0: your wild streak
1: so the podcast is the good the bad and the horrible w-h-o-r-e horrible And our website is goodbadhorrible.com We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. I'm mostly on Twitter, personally. So you can, our our Twitter handle is badhorrible. Again, W-H-O-R-E, horrible. And you can find a lot of things that I post on there. Um, And of course, we're on all the major platforms. The podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, all that good stuff. So I hope you guys will check it out. We have some some good shit on there we had an episode recently where one of my ex-lovers came on and him and i rated each other's performance
0: i could never i love i personally could never do that i oh no, I loved no, 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 it. no 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 um mostly because i i have destroyed a lot of my ex-lovers so i already know the review oh, cool. that they're gonna leave me um good for you though happy for you could not be me. Just Well, mm. if anyone's interested mm. in
1: hearing it, it's good <laughs> shit. It's good content right there.
0: I'll make sure to plug that in the show notes. And to all the listeners that have made it this far into this chaotic-ass conversation, thank you for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. because guess what? You're supporting queer content. And if you're not supporting, then you're a homophobe. I don't make the rules, um, <laughs> so with that, thank you for making it this far, and I will see you all at the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin MacLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at gay and at Sex with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut.